Your feeble skills are no match for the power of the dark side, Alliance. It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy. And it's about people. It's about... Fine, it's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept. Uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force that sort of controls our destiny uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence. Great pace, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang, bang, and people fall over and are dead. But, you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's, a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Welcome to Generation Skywalker. My name is Jez Allenson and I'm delighted to be your host for today's show. And why am I delighted? Because I am bringing you the Dark Side Alliance special. As someone who's been collecting Star Wars figures again since around about 2009, I've been collecting all, all that time and I've been on the forums and then after that we emigrated to the Facebook. I've seen various different pages and groups come and go. But one thing I've absolutely noticed over the last five years or so is the growth and the consistency of the Dark Side Alliance. Now, haven't you ever wanted to know more? What is the secret of their success? How come they have always got stock to sell? What is going on? I contacted the guys and said, right, can you come on? Can we have a chat about the Dark Side Alliance? So without any further ado, let's do exactly that. Let's talk about the Dark Side Alliance. Dark Side Alliance. delighted to welcome the pair of them. Now, I've been wanting to get these guys on the show for well over a year. First of all, I'm going to welcome Gaz. How you doing, mate? Great, mate. Yourself? Yeah, really good. Thanks for asking. And also, joining Gaz, you may know him as Terry, but Tony, welcome to the uh, Generation Skywalker. 
are you, Jess? Mate, it's great. It's great to have you both on. I'm, I'm delighted yeah, that we've done this. Thank you very this. much. Yes, it's that's should be good. should we're looking forward to it ourselves as well it's just been fitting it in hasn't it really finding the time to that suits you and suits us so uh, i know it's been in the in the pipelines for a long time this yeah good to but... finally do it we've all been busy busy haven't we <laughs> indeed and now is the time but before i start going into now questions about you know who you are what you do from a collector's point of view Let's pretend some of our listeners haven't ever heard of the Dark Side Alliance before. Please, can you explain what you're all about? You underestimate the power of the Dark Side. Basically, me and Gaz, obviously both both toy dealers, we were on kind of the, the toy show scene. Then, obviously, Facebook Facebook platforms were, were taking off for, for a way to sell. We initially started off on, on Echo Base for, for a period of time. It was actually Gaz who came up with the idea. He said, why don't we start our own page? Because we had some ideas of how we wanted to run a page and, and, and we felt we could make a success of it. We wanted, we looked at a few things of other Facebook pages and wanted to be a bit different. And then basically Gaz set it up and, and, and that was it. And it, it just absolutely, it, it just took off a, 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 a crazy rate, rate really. A very, very fast rate. Yeah, within it's, about a day, we had a good couple of hundred members and it was just it was just flying and then the sales were coming in and stuff. It was the best thing we ever did, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, in the early days, we did a lot of give. We did we did a lot of giveaways. You know, where we, we would give away an item if people had added members. But our main thing has always been to be very very active. We've always felt that if you're extremely active, it it keeps the um, keeps the buzz about the page. So I mean, sometimes we, even if we couldn't be couldn't be bothered to list, we we would always get listings onto the page and. Uh, well, you know, we, we were mad busy trying to always keep it active with fresh stuff coming in. And, and that was the success. And just make it um, a nice environment to buy in, really. Yeah, there was no dramas. We didn't want it like other pages with open chats and stuff like that. Because you, you find there can be a bit of hostility. Certain members will speak and things like that. And there might be a subject that causes a bit of controversy. We didn't want any of that. We wanted it drama-free. Literally a pure sales group with premium start being listed daily. And uh, that, that's how we think it grew, really. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely, definitely. Um, you, you, didn't, you don't want... Um, it wasn't a community page as such. It was more targeted as a sales page because we didn't want... Obviously, you know, people like to show off their collections, which is really nice, and people will, will want to talk on certain topic topics or sort talk on uh, new movies coming out, things like that. But we didn't really want it. We wanted to keep keep control of what we were doing. So we we didn't allow. Obviously, we were for a long period of time. We were the only people who could post on there. I mean, in the in the last year or so, we've started to add a few more sellers and stuff like that. Just that's just because it, it's grown um, the way it's grown. And and to you know, it was a lot of pressure to get that many listings on and and keep up with, to keep all, all the all the customers happy. That's the main reason the sellers got added. Yeah. Um, and we back the sellers strictly as well, make sure they're legitimate, they don't sell any repro, you know, the, the good customer care, the, the same standards that we'd expect of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they've been, a lot of them, they've been good, haven't they, in, in general? Um, it's, it's alleviated a bit of pressure off us, hasn't it, so we can do more Yeah, that, that was the thing, because it. selling at that volume, and, and obviously we always keep a base of stock, but you have to constantly the hunt for to get that volume of stock we, you know when we were when we were really you know we were still pretty pretty active now but in, in like when it was when we, it was absolutely flying out to to keep Over that volume of stock to keep that volume of stock coming in was very difficult wasn't it um 
Yeah. You know, because it, it goes through, you're stuck in Star Wars and, and, you know, you sort of, you can have a lot of collections coming in. You kind of go in and out of form a little bit, whereas you're landing loads and loads of deals. And then it, you can hit a period where it just doesn't work out. And, you know, you, you know, the prices, the prices don't work out. You, you can sometimes be in a situation where you just can't buy a deal. There's no That's margin there. Yeah. Like, mm. You can't just buy for the sake of buying. It's got to work for both parties. So, yeah, yeah, but I think that's the key. A, a fun place to buy. Uh, that, that's worked for us. A lot of you know high, high volume of sales. A lot of activity on the page, and then obviously just keeping people happy. You know, very prompt postage service. Trying to trying to wrap things as best as you can. If there are any issues, you know, um, which there aren't very often, but it's it's all about how you deal with them, dealing with them in the right way, and things like that. Uh, yeah. and, and I think I think that's been the recipe for for our, the success of the dark side, really. I feel cold. That place is strong with the dark side of the force. A domain of evil it is. And you must go. What's in there? August 2017. That's when the Facebook group started, by all accounts. So, as you said, Tony, <laughs> Gaz's idea to say, right, let's do this. Dark Side Alliance, right? So, who came up with that then? That was my <laughs> name because it's kind of like we were kind of looked at. I think some people saw us as like evil sort of dealers at the time. <laughs> yeah, you know, dealers, there's been a, like, yeah, a lot of hostility towards dealers at times, isn't there? Right. You know, and, uh, there is. Even though, like, we're, we're the nicest dealers you could possibly get. You know, we'll always look after. Yeah, we bring in the, you know, what we like to think the best stock. We're reasonable with our prices. But there was just a label, but not so much now, because since Echo Base took off, the traders are very important to the Echo Live, aren't they? But yeah. back mm-hmm. in the past, I think dealers were kind of frowned upon. It was more like collector sales to collectors because they didn't like to think of you making money. But we do this as a full-time job. You know, it's what we wanted to do. We put everything into it. And, and it is a full-time job for us both now. So, right. But, but like you say, the alliance was forms. I use the term dark side because, mm. you know, I like the dark evil side. Evil characters. Yeah, evil characters. The, the we got days. together and we formed an alliance. It's, it's, the it's, early it's, days, it was uh, it was quite comical because we put, um, just to sort of take the pee out of ourselves and take the mick out of people who thought we were like these evil toy dealers, that Gaz, Gaz had the emperor, has his, his face printed onto the emperor type thing. And I was uh, the imperial dignitary, and there was our face put onto those figures, and it was a it was a bit of a Mickey take, really, you know. But uh, it was very, very funny, and that's, it was was, funny, mate. <laughs> it's us with these cheesy grins on uh, on, uh, on on those two, you know, iconic uh, evil characters, and uh, well, it was a very yeah i mean because around two you know 2017 2016 i mean star wars it really spiked didn't it? i mean a lot of the prices of star wars went crazy and there was a lot of people trying to keep control of the prices and i i understand that i mean uh trying to look and uh with the best interests of uh collectors at heart you know um dealers don't really control the prices and people do think that but we we don't we don't really actually the market uh, controls the prices i mean yeah, we'll just look at ebay and look at auction houses and what things are selling and what for. things are selling for. cheaper because yeah. we ultimately we want to sell it and i mean let's say the market for star wars at the moment we can talk about that a bit more later but mm. 
as I say, I mean, the market for stars has come down again recently and uh, we're selling things a lot cheaper than we were uh, a couple of years back, um, you know, to, to get them to to shift and what 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 have you, you know. But that's just the way it is. The market with stars moves moves constantly. It's it's like anything else. It goes up and down. And it moves um, in line with the economy, really. Yeah. And 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 intro, you know, movies coming out can spike an interest kind of, and, uh, you know, new a lot of new collectors on the scene that they, they will can make a spike in prices. And but it's permanently, permanently moving. Mm. Uh, and, and as a dealer, you've got to move with it because people think you say the prices come down, you can't make as much money, for instance. But that's not necessarily the case, because when the market's absolutely booming, you've got to pay more money for stuff. And when it slows a little, you can get cheaper deals, but you might not make as much on each item. Yeah, it's all about the margin. The margin doesn't actually change, you know. And um, so, you know, you're always just working to try and get a margin on a margin on a deal that you try and work to. So, really, I mean, we we have to sort of source stock all the time. It goes out as fast as it comes in, so it's not like we've just keep base. Keep mm. a base of stock for a rainy day. So if it, if it all dries up, you can keep going for a year or two. That That's the idea, really. This is a dangerous time for you when you will be tempted by the dark side of the force. Yes, yes. To Obi-Wan, you listen. The cave. Remember your failure at the cave. Now, before we go into more about sort of what you've got, how you, how you get it, and, and talk about other things which are on the horizon... Just a bit about you too as collectors, Gaz. If I'm if I'm gonna come to you first of all, yeah, yeah. Are you a collector in your own right? Yeah, I mean at the moment I'm collecting GI Joe. I go through little spurts of collecting different toy lines and stuff, but I go back to my roots. I've not collected Star Wars for a good few years now because I get that much of it in all the time. To me, there's no point in collecting it because. At any one given time, I might have like 30 mocks in stock, do you know what I mean? Or mm. I might have a full set of loose or anything like that. So th- there's no point in me having it on display because I'm dealing with it all the time. I'm posting out, I see it. G.I. Joe, I don't get as much as that was like after Star Wars, the next thing along with Masters of the Universe that I collected as a kid. So G.I. Joe in Action Force. And I've got a lot of love for that still. It, re- it still really interests me. I don't sell as much of it partially because I know that I'll end up just keeping it all or cherry picking it. So that's where I'm at with that now. I've, I've had little spurts of collecting WWF mocks, things like that. I'm thinking about getting into Lego a bit. I do sell Lego. I, I really like some of the Star Wars sets. So yeah, no, I, I do collect. But I mean, I started off selling back in, I'd say it was about 2014 when I really started probably selling quite a bit. And that was initially just selling off a lot of my old collection on eBay. And then I kind of, I kind of got a taste for it and an interest for it all again, and it kind of evolved from there. Really, I'd, I'd buy a bit in, started collecting the Power Toy Action Force cards, you know, the really early ones like Series One and Two and stuff like that. And then I, I, I'd sort of like sell off ones that I didn't need, and it, it kind of grew from there. And I just thought, oh, there's, there's some money in this. I quite enjoy doing this. It's, it became a hobby, and then. I th- didn't think I sold any Star Wars till about 2016, apart from my old collection, because, in all honesty, I didn't really know what I was doing with it back then. I I, I remember selling off a yak face in a job lot of figures back in about 2014, um, and I didn't know that yak, yak face was rare. I just put it on a bite now. I think it was 20 quid with about 10 other figures, and it went. <laughs> and it was only years later when I saw a yak face and what they were going for, and I was like, oh, my, that was that figure that I sold in that cheap lot that time. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> gutted about it. So you live and learn. 
But no, it, it scared me because of some of the prices were so crazy and the repro weapons scared me. I didn't want to, I didn't want to find myself. I didn't know how to distinguish them. And that took a lot of learning and a lot of guidance from some, you know, fellow fellow that helped me nurture me really and into into that line of toys. Is the dark side stronger? Awesome. What about you, Tony? Me, well. I wasn't. I, I was a little bit. I'm a little bit young for Star Wars, really, because I wasn't born till '81. But I did actually collect Star Wars as a kid. But I never bought a Star Wars toy out of a shop, not a vintage one. Uh, I used to. There was a couple of people in the in the village where I lived who had kind of older brothers and what have you. And there was a particular lad I used to go and buy stuff off. And 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 I, I actually had uh, pretty much a full set of figures. You know, in when in my early teenage years. Uh, I may have always been a little bit of a dealer because I remember buying some, trying to buy figures really cheaply. And uh, one lad's mama shut the door in my face uh, when I was a little kid and told me to stop coming around the house. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, which is quite, I still remember that to this day. And uh, so I had a, I had a full set of figures when I was a teenager. And uh, I remember selling that full set of figures because I got wind. There was something on the Antiques Roadshow, right, when, people were just starting to click that Star Wars was was going to be valuable. And um, I remember seeing a, a, a guy in the local paper who, who dealt in toys. And I think I sold the boat. I think it was 80 quid. I sold the all the figures to him for. And then I had a brief, I was, um, I had a brief spell, you know, kind of, um, when would it have been? When I was, when I was in my twenties, I started putting together a, a loose set again. But I don't actively collect. I haven't actively collected for, for years, really. And and when I was pretending I was a collector at one point when I was getting into I wasn't really a collector. I was just a hoarder and uh, I would just buy up um, probably 10 over 10 years, well over 10 years ago. Now, I would just buy up anything I could. I, I used to get multiples of certain figures. I, I had like, um, I mean, at one point I, I had I literally hundreds and hundreds of last 17 figures because they were easy money because they were they were they were very, very easy to buy and sell. And I just hoarded them like mad. And I I, I, I had hundreds. I mean, I might have had like because I had a big drama about R2 pop ups because I had loads of them. I, had, I probably had 25 or 30 of them at least. And I mean, you know, maybe crazy crazy amounts maybe four or five hundred last 17 figures boxes and boxes of them and uh and that was kind of my little kind of nest egg of of saving because i wasn't very good at saving you sent me a picture once and it was like a double bed full of last 17 yeah it's just it's really loads and loads and loads of them and that's that that was my first thing that's how i really started as a dealer i was i used to deal in last 17 figures uh, and i'd buy anything else if car did came in i, w- I would still buy them in a collection and 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 then and, and all toys really but that was my mate that was my first poor call was last 17 but from the collecting side of it, yeah i did collect and then then it was more more hoarding than than anything really and and i just, and i ended up buying a, a storage unit that i i filled with with all sorts of toys and then that that was it really and then it evolved into being a in being being a toy dealer basically i can imagine that double bed just full of last oh, 17. crazy crazy <laughs> it was you did the same thing with Leah's and uh, I think Luke Jedi for a while. I remember having a lot. Oh, of I had the, all these weird things with uh, with different toys I'd get into, yeah, and start start buying them. But it was a great way to save money, really, because uh, you couldn't you couldn't spend them until you sold them, and it was it was a really good way to put your money into something. And I've always I've always liked that buzz of buying and selling stuff. It's it's a, it's a bit of a buzz, really. If you get a good deal, then you yeah. you know make 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 a few quid off it. For me, it's it's a bit of a buzz. 
If once you start down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny, consume you at will. Well, you guys, you, you've already spoken about, you know, what's one of the really important things is just that consistency of of stock coming in and, and just keeping the group live, which is which is really what you're doing. It's on a daily basis I'm seeing stuff. You seem to have a never-ending supply of toys and collectibles. Now, we don't want you to give away all of your trade secrets, of course, but can you give us a little insight into how a collaboration like this works? Yeah, I mean, recently there was all sorts of ways. A lot of it's really contacts, contacts internationally, really, and you build up your contacts. We don't always buy deals together. Sometimes Tony will source his own, sometimes I'll source my own. Um, you know, we are separate businesses, but we do run the page together, so we, we kind of like business partners. But since the page took off, we, we get an awful lot of deals through the page, just just from people knowing that we're fair to deal with, and, and a lot of people will come to us. Like recently, we're, we're about to pick up a really big collector uh, collection off a very well-known toy dealer um, next week, so we're looking forward to doing that. And he was happy with the price, and, you know, we made a fair offer, and I think if people know you fair and, and word of mouth as well, you know, it, it'll spread that you've given somebody a fair deal and they were happy. And, you know, it's a lot of money exchanging hands as well. Sometimes it's not like just, you know, a few hundred quid. It's it's an awful lot of money. So if you're yeah. fair with them, you'll, the, the deals will, you know, word of mouth gets out. And but you've, you've, you've got to be able to source your own stuff. I mean, me particularly, it was 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 eBay at one point. It was um, I, I used to pick up so much stuff off eBay. It, it was crazy. Now eBay's not what it was for 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 picking stuff up. You can still get the odd deal, but it's not it's nowhere near as as, as good as it was because uh, everyone's very aware of of the value of Star Wars and you know there's so much hype and it's been in the press a few times you know and somebody who hasn't got knowledge then you know they 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 think they're you know say that you've got a, a sealed sealed absolutely mint Millennium Falcon but you know and but then, then they can't distinct say they can't really distinguish then they've got one that looks like it's been set on fire and the box has been hit with a baseball bat well they <laughs> only they only see that value so you know we've, it's actually not it's harder to negotiate a deal with somebody who doesn't understand the market so yeah. ebay was a fantastic source for a long time and now yeah now it now it comes to us doesn't it more more than it used to it's um you get you, you get far bigger deals now offered to you, uh, which is a bit of but it's a bit of pressure sometimes because when you're dealing when you're putting down sort of thirty forty thousand you know uh, for toys, there's a little bit of pressure involved in that. You've got to get it right, obviously, and it's a lot of money to put down. Uh, and then just pure yeah, and, and networking. Obviously, we don't buy much off Facebook because you get the odd thing, but very rare you get stuff off Facebook because most people who are on Facebook selling are, are well aware of you know what everything's worth and, and 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 stuff like that really so you we don't get we, you know it's not like you can get loads of do you see someone on facebook and get a load of deals it's it's not really and it's you, very you can and you it, it's, it's quite it frowned upon as well if i if i start going on jabber's court for instance and some and 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 buying buying stuff on there for instance at what they're asking for it one i'm not going to make any money secondly i'm going to put it on my page for a bit more and and you, you know a lot of a lot of kind of wannabe dealers have been found out doing that over the years and 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 you know they're not they're not well liked so i'm i wouldn't say i'm an active buyer on on facebook but no, really, no. It's, it's it's not the best place you're not going to make a living doing it like that you've got to find your own stuff i used to run some adverts in the papers but that's 
that's very, very hit and miss. I mean, you might get the odd call and it can be a very good deal then, but then you might not get a call for six months. And then a lot of money goes in, a lot of money goes into doing that. Um, so that that's not something I do commonly, but it, it's, it's just a mix. Deals come from all over the place, really. Like you might get something from eBay. Um, you might get someone message you through the page. You might get just a private message because we're well known for, for being dealers. Uh, that You know, there's there's so many different avenues, really. We had a big one in the summer that we, we split that was coming from America and it was like a 20 grand deal. But it was a bit of a nightmare because we negotiated the deal and then he took that long. He was a bit slow at putting it together and posting it out. And he was taking that long to post it out and shipments were like a good few weeks apart that the prices actually dropped. The market dropped through the summer and we actually didn't make that much money on that deal, did we? Because no, no. You know, by the time it got to us in the UK, because it was shipped to a contact that I've got in America and they had to be forwarded to us. And the shipping and it, costs on top, weren't there? There was quite quite big shipping costs on top. And yeah, and no disrespect to the guy, deal. he did us a fair deal. But then obviously sometimes you get stuff and you've viewed it through photos and stuff. And when you get it in hand, it's just not the, the condition you're you're hoping it or it's not the condition you've it's been described as and you notice little issues that you didn't really see on the photos or that you know you, thing we went through yeah, that one. You can do it off videos sometimes. They'll send you videos of the stuff, but you, you don't get the the real detail of crease cards, uh, little defects on the bubbles, you know. For instance, you know, you've only got to get get a get a rare figure and it's got a slight bubble lift and you you've you've literally just knocked three, four hundred quid off the value at, at times, you know. Uh, or yeah. crack in the post so you're much better with a big collection if you, if you can view it if you can view it and negotiate in that way it's it's the best way to do it really we haven't yeah. always got that luxury sadly though sometimes no, you no, no. and you've got to be prepared so. to, to work with people as well i mean because they'll have an expectation of what they want and and you can work with them and then occasionally you can't work with them and you, you know they want too much and you have to be disciplined for the for the mark you need a margin if you if you've not got a margin you're just buying stock and then all you're doing is buying work and i mean i, I would have made that mistake in the past because i wanted to own an item but you you have to learn discipline if and and that's a that that's a massive thing really and some people will make that mistake you you buy it to want the item so you overpay and then you get stuck with an item and if there's no profit in the item if you're doing it for a business then it's a total waste of time you just become a busy fool really yeah, that, that's a perfect analogy of it, mate. Because we, we've got sort of, we pay VAT, we pay corporation tax. You know, I, I pay Laura a wage as well, who's my partner. You pay Terry a wage, don't you? Yes. Yeah. A lot of money going out, so you've got to get it bang on, really. Otherwise, you end up running up a debt rather than making And we money. don't always get it absolutely bang on, but we leave it enough in it so that we, you know, because you can have a few little issues with like condition or something like that. But you, as long as you get it on the right side, you're always making a profit. And some deals are better than others, simple as that. You know, you can do really well off some deals and not so good off others, but as long as you're on the right side of it, then you're okay. Mm. Yeah. It used to be a lot easier a couple of years ago than it is now, though, I will say. No, yeah, but... it's harder yeah. now. It's harder now. Luke, don't give in to hate. That leads to the dark side. Strong is Vader. Mind what you have learned. Save you again. How did you find Echo, the recent Echo? It was great. To be we did well. We had a there's a couple of people said to us that they they didn't do overly well, but we we had a, a very very big stand. But we had something for everybody, and uh, I, I think that was the key really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that was a massive. Well, that that was it was an excellent Echo Live actually, wasn't it? 
was great. We didn't, have, we didn't have loads and loads of high end. We had some nice stuff. We had some nice carded figures and we had, you know, some really nice play sets, but we had uh, weapons boxes and card backs and a lot modern. Um, you know, you items get, from a pound going right up to a thousand pound plus. Yeah, a real mixture of stuff and a massive spread. And that, that worked for us, I think, didn't it, really? Yeah, it was really good. It was great to be back because it's last echo we did was before COVID. We we kind of stopped doing. We've been out of out of echo about two years, I would say. Yeah, two two to three years, something like yeah. that. I mean, yeah. what they've done with that show is is phenomenal. I mean, we've had the odd fallout with them over the years, but we 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 we, we respect all the admins on there. You know, I mean, what they've done with that show is 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 incredible. There's 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 no two ways about it. Really, they've they've done a fantastic fantastic job. That was immense. Yeah, yeah, the organisation there Massive is just, it? yeah, mm. it's it's a machine, what they do, yeah, it's and they're, they're it's cons. Brilliant. You can't fault what they've done with that show. No, it, it's it's absolutely terrific, yeah, all, all credit to them. So I, I'm glad you had a good time, and you actually, you took the words out of my mouth, really, because I was going to say that you seem to have, on, on your page, something for every budget. You, you really do. I've seen some outstanding pieces, and I've seen some you know, bargain figures, so what would you see as the most cheapest collectible you sold? And then up to what do you think, if you can recall now over your time, is probably the most expensive one you've sold on your page? I mean, cheap ones, you're looking at like, you know, your beta figures and things like that, aren't you? Your you cheap mm. figures without weapons, uh, they might be in poor condition. You might you might do them in a job lot because you're not going to want to flog figures for like a quid, so two quid each. So you might job lock them off. That, that That's something that would be really cheap. Or maybe if you're looking at carded figures, they might have bubble issues, things like that, or creases. So they're more affordable. And then your expensive stuff tends to be the graded stuff, really. AFA graded rare figures, like um, we had some six-back He-Man stuff that went really high. Eight-backs, eight yeah. Eight-backs, yeah. sorry, yeah, eight-backs. Yeah, they were, they did well, didn't you? Yeah, they were from a... They were from a they were still in the they were from the case you know i mean they were literally as, as fresh as you're going to get uh they were incredible somebody i think the story of it of it was was that somebody um somebody bought them from a toy show in either the late 90s or something like that and they bought them for i think it was about 40 quid right so this is the the full set that came that the so it would have been a case and that you know the full, full, eight. full the, the full eight characters wouldn't it yeah and uh yeah and what was it and then they sold them to and then they some the person we bought them we we paid eight thousand from didn't we and uh, mm. uh and then we sold we did we did all right off them didn't we? we did a deal with somebody on them but you know so that's a hell of a markup whoever bought them for 40 pound isn't it or whatever it was and then they've sold yeah. them for eight thousand <laughs> and then well, we, we, we created them because they were very nice condition so obviously you're adding the, the profit onto them now yeah not that not that i mean that's not necessarily working with grading stuff at the moment i mean it still makes a bit more but i don't think it makes i think people have got a little bit wiser to it i've not graded anything personally in years now uh, been... it does work for some each to their own but it works for some people doesn't it but we're not i go through stages of grading i haven't graded in in quite a while i've got out of the habit but at one point i did um but yeah yeah they've been i mean they, those deal of the days you know these deal of the days on the page where you mm. you're like a, a jabber's palace play set with some of the characters that would be in, you know, in the in Jabba's in Jabba's palace, you know, you put your Bib Fortuna with it. Uh, characters like that, you know, all all the ones you would see, um, see see in the what would you call it? It's, it's palace basically, you know, like his goons type mm. thing. They they do well. You do like that as a deal of the day, like a Jabba's palace playset. 
say six figures with it complete 99 pound or 100 pound something like that and the stuff like that will, will fly out every mm-hmm. single time you, you know they can't get enough of it people because it's, it's a great deal and it's just you know you stick that straight into a display then as a collector and it looks fantastic you've got all the characters from the, the film you know from that scene and they're the sort of things you you know putting together a little play you know you might do a, a hoff scene with a you know the ice planet or what have you and put put the put the correct figures in there and things like that they do really well things like that do it's nice to do stuff like that for the members as well and give them some good deals yeah yeah like they like things. stuff like that it's, it's all always done well i mean and some sold some really really nice bits i mean what did i, I sold a little while back um i, I got a, a tri logo boba fett but it, it had the clipper offer on it and right. by speaking to one or two people i found out that it was the only the only mock example there's been carded card back card you know card backs found but there wasn't a mock example so obviously that i, I don't know what that sold for maybe maybe eight i think it's about eight thousand something like that i mean that was a nice nice thing to sell and there's been many like palatoy 12 backs go through the page you know real pristine luke's and, and obi-wan's four four five there's been that many items four five thousand and stuff like that but so there's been all that as well, and then there's been loads of, and we, we've not all never just stuck to Star Wars because obviously we, this is a massive chat about Star Wars. Well, not everybody's into Star Wars, you know. You need some WWF, you need Action Force, uh, Ghostbusters, GI Joe. Jim You've Mark. got to have something, for, and, and real quirky items, you know, things you don't see too often um, can, can do very very well. Trying to have all your egg, eggs in one basket is a is a real key to, I think, being being successful with it. The diversity on the page. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Once you start down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny. Brilliant stuff. And uh, there's so many questions I want to ask you. There really is, but I'm just conscious of time. When you get these halls in, how do you how do you decide? Is it like you know choosing sort of a football team, right? I'll have I'll well, have this I'll is have. the fun part, mate. Yeah, it takes us some time, doesn't it? And we've we've had a few arguments in the past, haven't we, mate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 difficult because although we're mates, you you your natural instinct, no matter how no matter how good decent a person you are, you naturally want to get the best deal for yourself don't you you know and we split it as fairly as we can but obviously you know you're always got an eye like he guys might think well i know someone who's going to want that straight away or you know um it, it, it happens or, or we might be able to squeeze a bit more out of that or and stuff like that so it takes a lot of you know like you have to know each other very well and know how to work with each other because you know if you're splitting 40 grand's worth of stuff and you're both trying to get get the best deal you can for each. You know, you, ha- you have you have to take some time, and you have to really trust got each other. All this to look forward to next week, haven't we? When we get that big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, yeah. that that'll take quite a long time to split. That really. Um, Good five hours splitting a record. We're pretty we're pretty fair with each other. in the early days before we were obviously very very good friends now. Uh, so we won the got each other's best interests at heart. But in the early days, we'd have a little bit more of an eye for for you know for, for, for each other. 
Okay, for itself, really. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wanted to say that's that's worth about seven hundred, and you'd get it home, and all of a sudden, it, it, inflation had hit it. It, worth, it was worth nearly nine hundred. <laughs> and then suddenly, you get a phone call from the other one, like kicking off a bit. Yeah, yeah definitely. You had a few <laughs> like hostile calls. Did we had a couple of times where we haven't spoke for a few days, haven't we? <laughs> someone had someone had screenshot the other one. You know, screenshot the picture of the one they just sold, and oh, that was. 700 quid that was only 700 quid two hours ago mate so <laughs> sometimes yeah. we see the funny side but other times it could get a bit yeah it depends what sort of mood you're in at the time you know yeah, but we're pretty, yeah. we were a lot fairer with each other now um, the, the, the way we'll sort of do it is let's say there's 20 grand's worth of stock we'll, we'll lay it all out on a table obviously you can't lay it out all at once but we'll do like a pile at a time and we'll write notes on it so we might put like 500 quid on one item and you'll find there's another item that's 400 pounds so we take it in turns to split mm-hmm. and then the other person is then owed an extra 100 quid so they, they might take a mock that's worth 100 quid and then the value's back to 500 again if you see what i'm saying yeah and then it's the next person's turn and we just go through it until it's all done doing it like that and putting it in our own boxes and then we, we take it away and you, you always have that part of liking the stuff and being a being a being a collector at some point. You always have that bit that you, that one that you like. Oh yeah, definitely. Which is or items that you like, which is daft really, because I always say this: we're only going to sell it anyway. Yeah. So, but you still have that thing where you you'll have something you like more than more than something else. Uh, I always like imperial mocks, and I'll always try and go for that. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the dregs that you can't split that nobody <laughs> wants. Like, yeah. Sometimes we're like, should we just list this now and we'll split the money down the middle? Or yeah, just, you know, yeah, might, yeah. Can't, you always have the can't agree on the price. You know, we fancy. might think, well, we'll we'll put it on the page now and see if it sells, and we'll just split the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll keep we'll keep joint stock. Sometimes we'll have joint stock that we don't split, and one of us will sell it and then send the other one, uh, you know, half the money basically. So that that happens quite quite regularly. Yeah, I've I've, I've got a big uh, a big quite a big office here now where it's a. Uh, it's really really suits us both so we hold we have a section in the office where we we keep joint stock as well yeah and we that, that, that works really 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 well to be honest uh, but we, we don't live exactly close to each other do we? we're about 80 miles apart so we might only see each other once every couple of weeks mm. uh, which can yeah. be quite hard at times working like that but i think we've sussed it now yeah yeah but if one's holding stock that's joint then somebody else will sell it and then they'll send the other one some money so they can get some money hmm. some days and they haven't actually done anything themselves really so that, that's that's quite nice when somebody sends you some <laughs> yeah. cash it is yeah excellent i am defenseless take your weapon strike me down with all of your hatred and your journey towards the dark side will be complete So lads, on December the 10th, along with plenty of other traders, including Nick Dykes, you've got Christian from GW Acrylic, you're going to be having a large table at Farthest Front, which is the event in Fordingbridge in the New Forest. Now, Farthest Front is was like the original love letter to vintage collecting. Started in 2012 just kept on going this is your first one isn't it yeah it's old school that isn't it it's been running a while really old school yeah it's 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 gonna be good fun it's it's a whole weekend i can't actually believe we've never done it before it's just well it's just so far isn't it that's the thing (laughs) (laughs) we got we got a little bit lazy with shows because of the page really the page has been that good that the 
that's half the reason we, we stopped doing as many shows um and that's all it was really it's like why 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 travel somewhere and, and have the costs of like you know doing a show because there's a quite yeah. a lot of costs involved sometimes i mean that's very reasonable farthest from actually but you know we don't do things like comic cons and things like that because the costs are, are, are massive so and that, that's the reason we didn't do shows but we, we, we're really looking forward we've got back on the show scene because mm. i think we missed it really and uh we're very really looking forward to that show actually and it's something we'll do for the foreseeable future um yeah, without doubt. I mean, we're doing Echo Live. We've got some of the Barry Potter fairs we do, um, yeah. some some of the bigger ones. So, yeah, and I'm really, really, really looking forward to that show. Well, this is awesome because, you know, I was thinking about this. And I, I, was, I was, in fact, down there earlier on because I took a trip to Fordham Bridge earlier on because they had Rollout Roll Call, which is their sort of Transformers and G.I. Joe <laughs> show. And I was thinking about it, about the cost of my fuel just driving down and the fact that it was just, I think, £2 to park in the car park for two hours. It's nothing, it was almost comparable to, you know, posting a, a nice carded figure, you know, or getting tracking yeah. insurance on a, on a nice carded figure. And you mentioned it earlier on, Tony, that you can't beat getting a carded figure in your hand at one of these sort of trade shows, having no. a little look and seeing, deciding, you know, smelling them even, what it is you want to get. So farthest from, yeah, I mean, I, I can be talking about it. We're going to be putting links in, in the podcast. It's at Fordingbridge, the new forest. It's a wonderful place of the country. Loads of old school collectors going to be there. And it's just that, again, the whole atmosphere and and actually everything just building up to Christmas as well. You know, it's in December, December the 10th. Perfect time, I think. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things where, you know, you could buy something on behalf of a family member buying it for you for Christmas. Yeah. You know, it's ideal. So what sort of things do you think Darkseid are going to be taking? A hell of a lot of vintage. I mean, it's a vintage show, but we're going to have an awful lot of Return of the Jedi figures mock from what i can remember isn't that right tony nice tri logos in there isn't there some very very nice tri logos um some bit of palatoy stuff i believe uh, there's some lovely play sets some on some some unused stuff you know um yeah, you know palatoy death stars and lots of different you know like tie fighters and things like that um some you know a lot of quality loose figures um and then there'll be again we'll have we'll, we'll, we'll do some spares people love spares card backs and all that but There'll be a lot of lot of carded stock there, I would say. Uh, you know, very, very, you know, you sort of your tri-logo yak faces and Boba Fett's and things like that, you know. Um, going down to some really, really stunning Jedi figures. So a real mixture of stock, I would say. Some very high-end quality as well. I mean, it's more quality, really, isn't it? There's some, there, there's some quality stuff going to this, yeah. There really is. But you're going to be taking six tables worth of stuff, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fantastic. I mean, that, that wouldn't be it. That wouldn't probably be enough, if in all honesty, um, <laughs> ideally. But if you want to do a show, you want to because it, it's our living. Yeah. You've got to do as do as well as you can, really, and take the most out of it. Yeah, yeah. But, but by all means, you know, you, you've really got it. Even if we do a if we do a Barry Potter toy fair, we have a lot, a lot of tables because the more stock you can get out, the you know you're only going to sell a percentage of the stock you've got with you. So the more you've got out, then you're obviously going to make more money in, in theory, aren't you? You know? Yeah. 
and, and you know like a Barry Potter fair for instance again there'll be a massive there'll be so many different toy lines there obviously but farmers from we're just gearing up for, for vintage Star Wars you don't know the power of the dark side Right, so that's fantastic, Father's Trum. It's just going to be so much fun for those people who are there that weekend. And uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Can't wait. Going back to Dark Side Alliance, as I said, the group has now grown to over 5,000 collectors. And it is very busy. I can see that you're supported by several moderators. You've already mentioned some of the um, admins. I think you said Laura, Gaz, and, and naturally Terry, Tony. But you've also yeah. got Mike, Paul, Steve, Joseph. You know, what, what have you got to say about this group then and this sort of team of admin and moderators? It's just to keep the page busy more than anything. I mean, Laura, Laura's not really doing any listings. There wasn't a point that she did. For me, Laura more looks after eBay or if I'm ill or something, she might do some listings for me. So I just put her as a moderator. But Mike and everyone are just the, the new sellers effectively rather mm-hmm. than admins as such. They, they, they're just basically there to keep the page busy with stock that they, you know, and they're well vetted and stuff like that. So, yeah. Because I was going to ask that, you know, as I said, over time it's evolved. You've now got these, yeah, quote unquote, vetted sellers. Now, these sellers <laughs> represent your brand, your reputation, your livelihood. <laughs> Therefore, you must have a lot of confidence in these people. And these, but they're, they're, we, we're we're pretty fussy. You wouldn't believe how many people have asked since since they realised. And obviously, the amount of because people can, we obviously allow the posts, so people can post. So if they wanted to put a post up, any, anybody can put something up, but it has to be approved. Yeah. So you'll get a lot of people who aren't or aren't, who aren't dark side sellers, for instance, and they will then try and sell some of their 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 goods, for instance, and or they'll put a you know, they, they might be making a, a, a diorama or, a, you, you know, advertising something they're doing. So there's a lot of admin to do with with declining posts. And it's nothing personal against those people. It's just we don't know them and you have to be kind of a dark side seller. So they're all agreed. I mean, people like like Joseph Han, for instance, he's been dealing in toys a lot longer than, than what we have. I mean, he's a fantastic guy, you know, very, very knowledgeable, really, really great reputation. Uh, he's a great guy to have on. He doesn't really sell very often on there. He did go for a stage of doing that. I think even Nick Dykes can sell on there if, if, if he wants to. He does, he's got his own page, so he doesn't. But mm. again, I mean, he's a very, he's a good mate of mine. Nick is, uh, and he's a, he's almost a, a moderator who isn't one really. For me, he's someone I go to for for advice, you know, regularly really. And in the early days, he was a, a massive help to me how to go about doing things and, and things like that because um, he's been around toys for a long time so you know Mike Bamba's been an, an excellent seller a, a real good addition to the page so 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 although we could have a lot more we, we keep it to quite quite s- small numbers compared to what, what we could have in, in all honesty uh, more ask than get accepted if, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And as I said earlier on, you mentioned it's a drama-free group. It's a drama-free page because you try to uh, control. Sounds like you know an odd term, but there is enough controls over it to make it a drama-free page. You mentioned your rapid turnaround of postage and repro was mentioned earlier on. Oh yeah, well, it, well yeah. I mean, it's a bus. It's, it's a it's, it's a massive problem in 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 the hobby, isn't it? You know. Um... I mean, the amount of times you you check stuff before you sell it, um, 
I mean, I quite often will sell, you know, I'll check it before I sell it and, uh, you know, and then double check it again. And then I'll check it sometimes before it goes out because it's, although Facebook is a, is a great place to sell from, it's also, if you get it wrong, a very, very volatile and not a, a nice place to sell from. Right. If you make a mistake, you've really got to watch what, although it's a great talk, a great platform, you know, you've really got to watch what you're doing on Facebook because you can get turned on very, very quickly if you get things wrong. And, it, you know, so you've, you've really got to watch what you're doing and, and, and make sure you get getting, getting everything right or as right as you possibly can. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big factor. You've, 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 it's, it's very, very important that with Facebook to, to do things in the right way. Absolutely. I guess it's very much like that sort of 21st century cancel culture that you see on social media. You're, you're explaining that, you know, there's the fear of that on, on Facebook itself. Yeah. But with the business, the way it is, you know, you, you've learned from that point of view, drama free, repro uh, free and postage. You know that if your postage if you post items and it's not done well, that'll only come back on you, doesn't it? And you don't want that. So I guess the service... Well, it's a refund, isn't it? It's yeah, a refund. If, if it gets smashed to pieces and we've done a really bad job of packaging it, then ultimately it's going to cost you money, for one. Mm. You're going to have a very, very unhappy customer. Uh, you're going to have a customer who, who would therefore tell other people who, or, or who may brand your name as somebody who's not doing something properly. So, yeah, it's it's a massive, the postage is a massive part of it. I mean, Gaz has got Laura. I've got Terry, who does mine, my, my partner. Yeah. She does, she's absolutely brilliant at it. She, she's very, very good at that. I don't get her to do anything else, really, because she has no interest in, in, in any sort of toy whatsoever. Like, she's posted, like, so many rhombas or lumats or whatever, and she still just calls them teddy bears. Um, <laughs> So you know, it's, it's after and it infuriates me after all these years. She's still calling it a teddy bear, but because she just has no interest. Yeah. But she wraps it well, and that's that's what that's what the key is, really. That's all you need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Okay. You've only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side. So lads, you know, it all paints a really, really nice picture of the Dark Side Alliance. Now there will be, believe it or not, some of our listeners who don't do Facebook. I mean, you said it yourself, Tony, at the beginning when you and I were chatting. You know, some people just don't do Facebook. However, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth sometimes. And there's probably nothing wrong with someone joining Facebook and not actually them. Someone, you know, people could join Facebook at, under a pseudonym and just join the Dark Side Alliance. It doesn't even have to be their own name. As long as it's they communicate. Doing, yeah. yeah. As long as they communicate with you and, you know, pay you and provide an address, etc. Someone we, we get people doing that on like the wives accounts and things like that, or right. they'll, they'll set up an account and they might not really have any friends, but they just they don't want to have the friends. They don't want the social side of Facebook. They just want yeah. to buy. So that is an option for them, definitely. Absolutely, Dark Side Alliance. Check it out, lads. Thank you so much for joining me this evening. It's been really lovely chatting with oh, you. It's been great. Thank you. And, yeah, uh, thank you, Jess. It's been yeah. a, really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. No worries. I look forward to seeing you at the farthest from, mate. Yeah, definitely. We'll have, uh, hopefully, yours. the opportunity to get together, have a beer, see what you've got, and you can take all my money. 
Brilliant. Right, sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you a beer in, mate. It's been great. Thank nice. you. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. I'll yeah, see really you. Really enjoyed it. Cheers, Jess. Cool. Take see care. You see weeks. you. Uh, see you in Fordingbridge. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers, Bye. mate. Bye. 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 Great shot, kid. That was one in a million. Remember, the force will be with you always. <laughs> Well, hopefully you liked that interview as much as I enjoyed recording it with the guys. And if you did like that, there's more to come with Generation Skywalker. If you want to check our back catalogue, the Generation Skywalker Those Old Fossils series is dedicated to vintage collecting. All of us on Generation Skywalker are passionate vintage collecting fans, and we love nothing more than getting a whole variety of collectors from across the collecting community on to talk about their figures, to talk about their focus or their, their collecting. Recently, we've been focusing on, on three figures per episode, but on some occasions, some of the main figures, such as Darth, will get their own episode with Bill McBride, and we've also had a couple of Leah episodes as well with Bruce White. It's all about the vintage with those old fossils. In addition to that, some of us are really, really dabbling our toes in modern collecting. So we've got The Modern Way, where we focus and look into Hot Toys, the Vintage Collection, Black Series, Lego, etc. And that's the modern way. But in addition to that, we're so much more. Any aspect of Star Wars we will roll our sleeves up to. You know, we are fans and sometimes disappointed fans as well. You look over at our back catalogue and we've got commentaries, we've got analysis of the TV shows, be it Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett, Kenobi, etc. A new series which we've just brought out in the last 12 months or so has been The Committee. Now this is where we argue amongst ourselves, debate and discuss our collective top 10 moments. Now this could be top 10 toys from Return of a Jedi. This could be top 10 Darth Vader moments or top 10 lightsaber duels or top 10 toys that they should have made but didn't. That's The Committee series. There's so many other things also that we've done. We've done two Star Wars beer theme tasting shows. They were good fun and we definitely need to do a third one of those. We've done Retracing the Trailers, three different episodes where each one has covered one of the trilogies, be it the original, the uh, prequel and then the sequel trilogy trailers, covering the hype, covering the enthusiasm and not just the cinematic releases, but also fan trailers as well. They were good fun. You know what? We, as I said, we just rolled our sleeves up to whatever floats our boat and whatever takes our fancy. So there is so much with Generation Skywalker. Never. I'll never turn to the dark side. So until the next time, and I certainly hope there is a next time, it's goodbye from me. We are Generation Skywalker. All eras, all passions, all stars. <laughs>